These past few months have been very difficult. Forty million people in this country alone are out of work. And we have an economy that's seemingly teetering on the verge of collapse. This past week, we uh, in this country saw the 100,000th death from COVID-19, hundreds of thousands of more have been infected. All of us have been impacted in one way or another. Not only that, the lockdown orders and asking to wear facial coverings and capacity limitations elicit almost every conceivable response from people. In fact, I was privy to a conversation where in the same conversation someone was referred to as being a Nazi for wanting to wear a face mask or asking people to wear a face mask or being a Nazi for not wearing a face mask. It's an incredible juxtaposition, right? On one side, you're either blindly following the law and the rulers and the leaders that be, or on the other side, you're a genocidal maniac. It's not easy or going well right now. Frankly, it's not going well and hasn't been going well for quite some time. The difference between those who have and those who have not seems to be ever-widening. Those who are successful seem to be a greater and more privileged few. Onto this powder keg this last week, we saw and were brokenhearted to see, not only that, but outraged and hurt to see an African-American man crushed to death in our sight. It's no wonder that people are upset and afraid. It's no wonder that people protest. Now, we should never condone in any way, shape, or form violence or a protest that leads to violence and looting along those lines. But we really have to take a hard look at ourselves, at the culture in which we live, at our economy, and all of those things, and ask, are we contributing to the answer, or are we contributing to the problem? This week, the, a group of U.S. bishops issued this on behalf of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. The death this last week is the latest wake-up call that needs to be answered by each of us in a spirit of determined conversion. Racism is not a thing of the past or simply a throwaway political issue to be bandied about when convenient. It is a real and present danger that must be met head-on. As members of the Church, we must stand for the more difficult right and just actions instead of the easy wrongs of indifference. We cannot turn a blind eye to these atrocities and yet still try to profess to respect every human life. We serve a God of love, mercy, and justice. While it is expected that we will plead for peaceful, nonviolent protests, and we certainly do, we also stand in passionate support of communities that are understandably outraged. Too many communities around this country feel their voices are not being heard, their complaints about racist treatment are unheeded, and we are not doing enough to point out that this deadly treatment is antithetical to the gospel of life. In the gospel for today's Mass, we hear the first words that Jesus preaches to the church gathered together in the upper room. The first word that our blessed Lord, risen from the dead, says to his church, says to us, peace, peace.
Jesus rises from the dead. Jesus sends forth his spirit to bring about peace. What does this mean for those of us who have been baptized into the spirit, have been confirmed and received the fullness of the spirit, are called and pushed by the spirit? It means that you and I must be the ones who are going out, the ones who are going to the marginalized, the abandoned, the forgotten, the hurting, and be the peace of Christ in the world. There is no excuse that any of us can offer for not being the hands and the heart of the Lord. We have been given God's very self in the Holy Spirit. We are called to be Christ to the world. It is easy for us to hide behind our politics, to hide behind our belief system, to hide behind any sort of social interactions, and to say on one side, either I'm not the problem or on the other, someone else is the problem. At the end of the day, because we are all sinners, we are all the problem. But we have been given the cure and the answer in the Holy Spirit to bring the answer and the peace of Christ to a world in desperate need. And the very beginning, the very foundation of the church, as we heard in the Acts of the Apostles, the gospel is sent forth regardless, irregardless is a word, regardless of race or ethnicity. The gospel is sent forth to all peoples. The gospel is for all peoples. Not only that, but as we heard in the second reading from the letter to the Romans, the gospel and new life in Christ is the only thing that can unite all peoples. And those of us who have been given the faith have a special responsibility to go out to the world and to unite it in the Spirit of God, to bring all things together, to renew and restore this world in the unity of God, recognizing that even in God's very self and nature, which we'll celebrate next week, the Holy Trinity, that there is, so to speak, a diversity And so we're not saying that there should be uniformity, but we need and are called to unity in the Spirit through Christ. We must recognize our call, but also the need for our own conversion. Each one of you, each one of us, needs to make the decision to be the solution in Christ through the Holy Spirit to change and to lift up the world. And this means many things. First and foremost, to be Christian is a politically inexpedient thing to be. If we simply just fall back to our politics or to our social cliques and groups, woe to you. We are not called to save this world through politics, although that can help. We are called to save this world through the Holy Spirit, through Christ Jesus. To build relationships, especially with those who we don't like, with whom we disagree, who may even hate us. To show them the love and the love of God, the love alone that will save them and that will make this world a better place. There's a man by the name of Daryl Davis who over the past decades has befriended, he's a black man, African-American man, he has befriended more than 200 members of the Ku Klux Klan. And almost all of those members have left the Ku Klux Klan because of their friendship and relationship with Daryl. Think of that. If my response to all of this is, you're the problem, I don't want anything to do with those hateful bigots, I am the problem. I need to be 
the Holy Spirit, the voice of Christ, the one who is not only reaching out to the marginalized and the abandoned, but reaching out to those who are filled with hate and anger, and to love them and to help show them the way. Is this easy? Absolutely not. It's incredibly hard. But we're not called to the easy route. We're not called to the easy way out. We're called to the cross and new life in Christ that only comes about through the gift of the Holy Spirit. The enemy is not the enemy. There is no us versus them. There is only us. The enemy is the prize. The enemy is the prize. If there's a politician or a person who makes your blood boil, that's the person for whom every day you should be getting down on your knees and praying for his or her conversion. That's the person, if you have access to him or to her, you should be building relationship with, challenging, encouraging, building up and sharing the good news of new life in Christ with this person. There is no them. There is no those hateful people. There's only us and our call to reach out to them and bring them into new life in unity in Christ. Racism is and absolutely must be condemned as a sin. But so is any sort of hateful or prejudiced behavior that would make, it, make me exclude anyone from my life. Jesus died for each and every one of us. No one is so far gone so as to be lost in this life. The Holy Spirit is given to us and is given to the church so that all things can be saved and brought to fullness of completion in heaven with Christ Jesus. Peace. Peace be with you, Jesus tells us in the gospel. Peace requires love. And love is hard. Love is not what you do when the times are easy and fun and convenient. Love is what you do when it's incredibly hard and you have to choose the right thing. Love, in fact, as Jesus tells us, requires us to love our enemies, to love them more than our very self. It is impossible for us to do this. But this is why we celebrate today that God gives us his very self in order to overcome our brokenness, our shortcomings, our deficient humanity. On our own, none of us can love the way we are supposed to. None of us can change the world. None of us can convert hearts or minds for Christ. But God loves us so much that not only does he suffer and die and rise from the dead for us, today he gives us his spirit. He lives within us. St. Paul tells us very clearly, we are temples of God. We are called to bring that God to the world, because it is only that God, that Spirit, who will overcome our infirmities, our brokenness, our own sin, who will overcome hatred and bigotry and any sort of evil that is in the world. It's not you and me, it's God. And so we asked the Lord today for that blessing that we prayed in the Veni Sancte Spiritus, the sequence before the gospel today. Come, Within our bosoms shine, you of comforters the best, you the soul's, soul's most welcome guest, sweet refreshment here below. Come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, into our hearts. Give us the strength to daily get down on our knees and to pray for the conversion of those who are filled with hatred and anger, who desire division and animosity. 
Help us, Lord, to be unity and peace in the world. Come, Holy Spirit. Help us to overcome our own prejudices, our own brokenness, our own misguided beliefs. Help us, Holy Spirit. Come and help us overcome our pride. Give us the strength, Holy Spirit, to be love in the world. To be and to bring unity in the world. To let your love and your light shine before us and in us and with us and through us to every aspect of the world. Come, Holy Spirit. Make me a new creation in your light, in your love. Come, Holy Spirit, heal my own heart so that I can help to heal other hearts. Come, Holy Spirit, to give me the strength to change the world in your light, in your love. Come, Holy Spirit, Change this world. Make it a better place. Come, Holy Spirit, convert the hearts and minds and souls of all of us in the church so that we might take up the banner of justice and peace and bring it into the world. Come, Holy Spirit, our only hope, hope itself, guiding us to new life in Christ. Come, Holy Spirit.